Welcome to Drive Time, where we look to jumpstart amazing conversations. I'm your host, Ryan McElrath, high school pastor at Fellowship Bible Church in Jackson, Tennessee, and I'm excited that you've joined us. Now, let's put it in drive. Welcome to another episode of Drive Time, where we answer kids' questions to spark amazing conversations. Uh, with me again is my wonderful friend, Jonathan. How are you doing, Jonathan? Doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing amazing. Today is January 22nd, and today is such an incredible day. It's a day where we can honor and remember that today is National Sanctity of Human Life Day. And what a wonderful reminder it is on how important life is and how important the Bible and Christianity values human life inside the womb and outside the womb. So we are... We are very happy to announce that today is a day where we can celebrate human life. Every day is a day to celebrate human life, but today of all days, um, it's just that nationally celebrated. We need to be we need to be on it as Christians to celebrate the sanctity of human life. Amen. All right. Well, moving on. Did you know? Oh man, this is, this oh, man. is great. This Here we go. Great. Here we go. This is great. All right. What what is your favorite chip? We'll start there. We'll start there. What is your if you had a if you had to go to I'm gonna go get some chips. I like okay, this is kind of niche. I like the like Clancy's kettle potato chips, but the jalapeno version. Okay, that's good. Well, you know what you like. You know what you like. They're solid. Well, a lot of people um a lot of people go to uh, Doritos, you know, all the fun flavors. I remember when Doritos had no flavors. It was just a tortilla chip, like not even any like cheese powder. No, no, just no. just normal. This is pre nacho cheese, pre Cool Ranch. This is just Dorito. Interesting. I know it was in a yellow bag or orange bag. I don't remember, but I remember Doritos without the um, the amount of dust. That's kind of cool, that actually. You get on your fingers, but sometimes you're hankering for some chips, and you grab a tube. Of Pringles, and you have to understand that Pringles are not chips. Did you know that? I didn't. Pringles are not chips because Pringles aren't made of thinly sliced potatoes, but instead they're dehydrated potato flakes pressed into their signature parabolic shape. Well, that's a good, mm. that's a good math. That's good marketing. That's good for, math word. Yeah, that too. Um, So the FDA ruled that Pringles couldn't be marketed as chips. And so if you look on the can, it'll say potato crisps. Whoa, I've always seen that and been like, why? What do they say? Crisps. Yeah. Are they just trying to be more fancy? But no, they're not allowed to be called chips. Wait, so then what are your favorite chips? Oh, I would say my go-to chip is a good, just good tortilla chip. Do you have like a specific brand or With no? salsa. Um, just, just, you know. just as long as it's not. Yeah, it's just a crazy. Good, yeah, no, let's not throw, you know, hot and spicy, smoky barbecue, sour cream all on one chip. Right. It's the sour, sour barbecue, creamy, spicy chip. Other people like them. Like I can't eat a talkie. I might die. <laughs> anyway, that's, that's a side note. All right. Back to the most important part of this podcast, and that is our fun question. Our question today comes to us 
from Adam. Adam asks, how did Jesus walk on water? Oh my goodness. What an amazing question. How how did Jesus walk on water? Well, first, let's just say, as a 10,000-foot answer, Jesus is God and therefore has all the powers that God has. He can do anything. He is, he is God. He is the Son of God. And so there's this aspect of miracle that we see all throughout the Gospels that sometimes it's okay not to have logical scientific explanations for because that would take away from the beauty of Jesus being God. So what is your favorite miracle or what what is one that stands out to you Jonathan um the one that stands out to me the most is probably the feeding of the 5000 just because like that's a lot of people like 5000 people is more people than I can probably like think of in my head like yeah. I don't know 5000 people so there's that's all the people that I know plus more exactly. you fed them with food for one person that's right five loaves and two fish. And I mean, I went to school. My high school had 6,000 people. I can't imagine one lunch, one school lunch feeding everyone and then having leftovers. Right. Right. That's, that's just the beauty of a miracle. And so the answer of how did Jesus walk on water? Well, Jesus is God. I mean, just as Jesus turned water into wine and healed the sick and raised people from the dead and made the blind see and so many other amazing things. He was also able to walk on water when he lived on the earth, fully God and fully man. We have to remember that Jesus created the entire universe and he defeated sin on the cross. Through faith in him, we have salvation of our sins. If Jesus can do all of that, then it should be easy for us to believe that he could also walk on water without an explanation. But because this is such an incredible story, my friend Jonathan, we're going to take the time to actually read this story in God's Word. Jonathan, why don't you read this story out of Matthew 14? All right. So Matthew 14, 22 through 33. Immediately he made the disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side while he dismissed the crowds. And after he had dismissed the crowds, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray. When evening came, he was there alone. But the boat by this time was a long way from the land, beaten by the waves, for the wind was against them. And in the fourth watch of the night he came to them, walking on the sea. But when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified and said, It is a ghost, and they cried out in fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them, saying, Take heart, it is I, do not be afraid. And Peter answered him, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. He said, Come. So Peter got out of the boat and walked on the water and came to Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid, and began to, and beginning to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me. Jesus immediately reached out his hand and took hold of him, saying to him, O you of little faith, why did you doubt? And when they got into the boat, the wind ceased, and those in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. And that's it. That's the, that is, that's the beautiful ending of that beautiful story. Yes, it's miraculous. Yes, he's walking on water. There's amazing. There's no explanation for it other than, Truly, you are the Son of God. And so because there are going to be things in God's word that we read that we might not understand, 
because there might not be any scientific explanation for some of these beautiful miracles. We trust because Jesus is the Son of God. So why don't you as families have great conversations? Why don't you parents share some of the miracles that stand out to you, find them in the scriptures, read those passages to your kids? And then kids, let's talk about what your favorite miracles are or how amazing um, Jesus is in some of the stories that you've learned. Use this miracle in Jesus walking on water as a diving board. Ah, you see what I did there? Yeah, yeah. It's good. As a diving board to have more conversations about things that Jesus did for us. Ultimately, the gift of salvation upon the cross. And so, have great conversations. Thanks again for joining us on this episode of Drive Time. I pray that this short listen will turn into a road trip conversation with your family. I'll see you next time.